Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast. For VO industry news, tips, and information, be sure to subscribe using the subscribe button on this site. I'm Gary McFadden, the podcast co-host, along with Julie Williams. Julie, what's coming up on the podcast today? Hi, Gary. Our guest today is Harlan Hogan. He joins us with information about remote recording, like if you have to go on vacation, because you know we miss out if we go on vacation. Or um, even for people who are building a studio at home, especially like in Los Angeles and New York, where a lot of talents didn't have studios because most of the time they had to go into other studios in order to record and they're thrown for a loop. They're not sure what to do. Harlan is going to give us an idea about how we can record on the road. So Harlan, um, it just seems like it's really hard to record on the road because you, how do you get that soundproofing or that, that lack of, uh, of reflection in your space? No, that 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 is the hardest thing. I, mean, I don't want to turn this into a commercial, particularly, but I'll mention something—a fair caveat that I do manufacture two products that help with this. Um, that's over. Yes, that's the biggest problem. I mean, we can do a certain amount of noise reduction in our in our DAW in our digital audio workstation, and I'll just say up front on that: be very, very cautious in using too much noise reduction. What you really want is a clean signal. If you go to almost every, I would say all of them, all of the recording software programs were written originally for musicians. You can tell that because the default is always stereo. We only have one mouth, so we don't need to record in stereo, and that puts your computer at a disadvantage, particularly a little laptop, or or maybe you're recording on your phone. Who knows? Um, Mono. And if you use noise reduction, it's usually set for 100%. So when you sample that little quiet section, it'll take all those frequencies out. And and I took took that sounding like that because it's taken out everything. If you do use electronic, whether whether it's Audacity or Audition, which I like, or whatever one you use, start at 5 or 10%. That's enough to get some of that sound. You know, maybe maybe there's, you know, well, there's air conditioning. HVAC makes noise. So if you're on the road, let's say you're in a hotel room or, or whatever, mm-hmm. that's the first thing you want to look for. I look for the worst possible room, meaning it doesn't have a very good view and it's, it's not near the elevator shaft or the Pepsi machine or the ice maker. Or the pool. <laughs> or the pool. Yeah. The only, you're going to laugh, the quietest place is usually that exercise room because nobody goes in there. Um, <laughs> after about 10 o'clock that I have done in, in noisy hotel rooms, gone down to the manager and said, look, this is what I do. And they're always interested in that. Cause it's fairly unusual. I need to record something. My room's pretty noisy. Could I possibly rent your meeting room for half an hour? I've never had anybody charge me. They say, oh no, go ahead. There's nobody in there. Go ahead and use it. And those rooms are pretty good. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think it is. If I see an ice maker running or a Pepsi, it is an amazing thing that happens. They become unplugged. I don't know who does that. <laughs> Couple tips. I find twenty dollars to the to the person, the housekeeping person who's vacuuming in the next room works wonders. And just hanging a little sign, I'm recording, helps. Um, in the room, tuck yourself into a corner away from the windows. Close any kind of drapes you have. Um, 
you can uh, make sure if you have a mini bar that you unplug that thing because it makes, oh, yeah. and we don't even notice it, right? I mean, there's air moving in here. I don't notice it because your brain just, but in that room, that's a reason also why you want to have good headphones. I don't recommend little, I mean, you can get by with earbuds or whatever, but you need to hear the room. And, and by moving, the classic thing is to build, of course, pillow forts, grab a bunch of pillows and get on the bed and build something. It will help. It still doesn't sound like a studio. Right. It sounds like you're talking into a pillow, but that's better under duress, particularly say an audition where it's not that critical of the audio being perfect. Do not try to record in a bathroom because you think it'll be quiet. Okay. No, it's the absolute worst place you can be. And, you know, he said to people, oh, you want a soundproof room? Well, it technically isn't such a thing. And you wouldn't want to record in a soundproof room because it sounds crazy, goofy, you know, and none of the energy can escape. So you sound out like that. And uh, I said, well, get yourself some concrete blocks and you can make a really, really, really soundproof room, but you won't be able to record it because the sound can't get out. Um, a lot of times what I do, because uh, I've had a couple of products, part of it with Pro and part of it with Plus, depending on which one I have. One of the things in a hotel room was where do you put this device? And it could be somebody else. There are other versions of a portable booth that you can have. And discovered one day quite by accident, there is a perfect stand in every hotel room in the world. It's called the ironing board. Oh, you put the, it's a scissor stand. If you if you're a musician, you know, like when you have a keyboard, you have a scissor stand. You know, whoops, I'm doing this so you can up and down, right? There is there's always one. Even in the worst hotels in the world or motels, there's an ironing board. I set it up. I put my booth on it. I put my laptop there, my headphones, my analog digital converter, and leave. If I'm there a week, it sits in the spot for a week. The other key thing, particularly having good cans is when you find that sweet spot where it really does sound good, you don't want to be moving around every day trying to find that again. So there's a lot that you can do. And, and staying away from windows, of course, is, is the best. I mean, you can get a lot of reflected sound off of that. Um, sometimes you can call down to room service and ask for some comforters, some blankets, even in summer. Just something to deaden some of that roomy sound. That it, mm -hmm. it's it's one of the things we really can't take out electronically. Yeah, you can buy or you can make a portable enclosure. It has to be diaphragmatic. It's got to be made out of a substance that allows energy to escape because that's all sound is. I see things that are made out of plastic boxes or wooden boxes, and guess what? It's going to sound worse than the room because it. That sound can't escape. If you do build something or buy something, it should have very high-end acoustical foam. Mm -hmm. We talked about this one time. From time to time, you see an ad, you see, oh my gosh, they've got acoustical foam. It's so inexpensive. Acoustical foam is very expensive for a reason, because it works. And that's what our clients expect to hear, because that's what in every studio in the world. So you buy a sheet of, say, Oralex or Prime Acoustic, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Julie, if you save a session, what's expensive? Yeah. If you had, yeah. And I, I remember the, when I first came up with the portable booth, the portable booth idea that you could fold up and take with you was because I was in Vegas 
along with my co-author, Jeff Fisher, and we were speaking at the National Association of Broadcasters. And of course, when I was landing, I get the, hey, you know the spot we did yesterday for uh, Elizabeth Wall? Yeah, well, we got to change three lines. <laughs> this is a good client. You know, you know, it's not so much about the money and the session, honestly. It's keeping the client. Because yeah. once they switch to some, oh, thanks, Harlan. Listen, we got to redo it. And now they're off onto somebody else. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't like you. It's just the nature, particularly of political stuff, because it always changes. Right. And then they have to have the same voice for the next one and the next one and the next one. Exactly. It's like the infomercials. They'll always yeah, come like, to you, but if you're exactly. not there, it's someone else. Yeah. Sorry. Next. Right. So yeah. I always look at it that way. And, and that particular session, I think I lost about $300 because the only place I could, could do at the time was go to this one studio that's outside Vegas. So that's like a $40 cab ride for openers. Mm-hmm. And then I get there. And I don't feel, I've never felt that because I'm out of town, whether it's a vacation or work, it doesn't really matter that my client should have to pay extra, you know, for the right. studio. That, that's a deal killer. And sometimes they offer, hey, did you look at the studio? I'm just, no, that's okay. Call me on your next job. So I go and I record. It takes all of about 20 seconds, of course, because it's like three words. Three lines, four yeah. words, it's nothing. It was almost $600 for the studio. Because they know that, well, you got a lot of high rollers, me not, me not being one of them, who are in Vegas, and they, you know, they've got to go over and record something. So money's no object. Thinking, this job is paying about $300. <laughs> so I started talking to my co-author. I said, I've got to find a way to record on the road. And he yeah. mentioned acoustic guitar player and singer named Douglas Spotted Eagle. He said, you know, Doug's got this thing he made out of foam core. And it's got acoustic foam in it, and he swears by it. So I talked to Doug, and he sent me a video, and I said, it's a great idea. You know, I may you know, make publish this on the line. I had no intention of manufacturing them at all. I just put a thing on, so how to record on the road on the cheap. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I found out later that actually that idea of an open cube with some kind of noise-absorbing material goes back to World War II. Hmm. The BBC would take, you know, whatever they could find, a crate and stuff stuff in it and put the microphone in there because the microphone is hearing what? It's hearing an acoustically treated space. Right. And so it goes way back. And I thought, oh, okay. And Doug had, you know, oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then I put this little mailer out and I kept getting people saying, you know, if I buy a, a big sheet of Oralex, let's say, you know, it's over $100. I said, yeah, you, you can make four or five of these things and, you know, get a little box and just make sure basically if it's cardboard or a softer kind of thing. And in our booths, we use a lot of bamboo because it's very light, it's crazy strong, but it lets the sound go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, never having any intention of ever getting in the, in the supply of gear business ever. But after enough people write to you and say, can, can I just buy one of these things? Mm-hmm. Eventually, the light bulb goes off. So I made 10 of them and sold them overnight. You know, maybe I should look into this. So I started actually making them myself and then eventually having them made, you know, in a factory. Bah, bah, bah. Yours are the highest quality I've seen. I've seen many, many booths. And and like there was one that just was like a round shield on a microphone. But yours are the highest quality. I have one of yours that is, um, I, I can't remember, but it's the middle one in price. Mm-hmm. And I liked it better because um, 
I found it easier to assemble. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got a case for it. It's just so easy to travel. And what I do is I put the microphone and the computer and everything else in that case because the RLX is now the padding for it. Exactly. And then it becomes the carry-on bag. And, you know, um, instead of putting my computer, which I would never check, in, a, in another no, carry-on no, no, no. bag, I put it all there and everything is padded. Yeah. So if I were to drop it, if something were to happen, it's, it's almost like I have a padded case for everything. Oh, yeah. And it's all there. And if they want to look at it, it's easy. And yeah, I agree with you. Um, and yeah, it really depends on what, what, you, what kind of work you're doing. If you're doing longer stuff, then the bigger pro booth might be more, more efficient. Or if you, wanted it, you want something that you can use at home and on the road, you can use that both ways, but you do right. have to check it usually. Although yeah. I've had luck, I don't, but I don't know about now, but you know, I had luck in the past where because it kind of looks like it might be an oboe case or something, you know, or a French horn, people say, oh, is that a musical instrument? Because they'll check though, and it means they'll let you put that on the plane. Uh, frequently, or guitar. You always see somebody with a guitar on their back say, yeah, that's a musical instrument, kind of. <laughs> they yeah. would let me take it on. But um, in terms of pure grabbing something, bring it along, uh, I did record, it's, it's crazy how well it turned out, using the Porta Booth Plus, which is the smaller one. Mm-hmm. And I took that along. I was going sailing. I'm a very avid sailor. So I was going to Maine to sail on a friend's boat. Didn't really ex- Expect to have something, but then your brain says, yeah, but something's going to pop up because that's how life is, right? So I just brought the Plus along uh, with a shotgun microphone, which are very good on the road. Uh, Sennheiser 416 is like the mothership. It's wonderful. It's also $1,200, mm-hmm. although you can find them on eBay a lot because they use, it really is a location sound microphone. So there's frequently 416s that sound wonderful, but they'll have a little nick on them here or there. And yeah. I, I think I bought one, last time I bought one was $400 and it's fine because I'm going to nick it up traveling anyway. And that's great because your pattern, you know, is so tight, you know, you're right on it. Um, and that works really well because it was meant to record on location. And then if you surround that with good acoustic foam, it sounds fantastic. So I get to Maine along with my buddies, and we're going to go. And sure enough, I've got to fix something that I had done at home in a, in a whisper room. So now you've got a real test on your hands if they're going to hear the difference or not. Psychologically, you wouldn't say, oh, yeah, uh, I can record that. But, you know, I'm on the road, and I'm going to go sailing on this boat. And the only place I can find to record is a shower room. I hope you don't notice the difference in sound. No, you keep your mouth shut and send them the tracks. Because even if there's a slight problem, a good audio engineer can do just, you know, he or she can do wonders if you just give them a nice clean track. So I'm stuck in a shower room. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Because it's after hours. There's no Wi-Fi going down. There's nobody directing, thank God, because that would have been tough. Grab some towels for a little extra noise blockage. Picked up the Porta Booth Plus because it's small and walked around the room till I found a spot, put it down, and don't be afraid to experiment. I had a you know 416 with me. And by the way, the road, I don't remember the number, but the road shotgun, which is half the price, is a really good microphone. And I don't sell these things, so I'm not doing right. a commercial for them. But I do want to talk about what you do sell because we're about out of yeah. time. And I would love to, uh, the voiceover essentials, I'd love to know more mm-hmm. about what's on that website and how people can find it. 
Well, it's easy. <clears throat> Voiceoveressentials.com, all one word. My take on it was I didn't want to be selling anything to the voiceover community if it if I couldn't make something that was not out there or right. something I thought would be better. Also, I wanted to cut it down to where it's a rational shopping experience. We have 14 things. Wow. You you know, and I know, you go to any of the big guys, and the big guys are great, but you go to B&H, or you go BSW, you, and you go, there's 300 microphones. How do I choose one? <laughs> and all the descriptions say the same thing. Sounds great on piano and bass drums and voice. And no, no, they don't all sound good. So we have one mic. And that's the one I had designed for me by MXL, and it's specifically for voiceover. Same thing with these, with the headphones. They call them voice optimized because these, these are truth tellers. You hear everything. Now, if you're playing games, you want heavy bass and all this stuff. These don't do that. This, when I'm in that little, in that shower room, I could hear every little reflection and move enough to make it work. So we have headphones because you need those. And if you're buying headphones, you need over-the-ear headphones like this, mm -hmm. not on the ear. Absolutely. Yeah. And particularly, you really hear it. And particularly if you're doing directed remote work, like using Source Connect or an ISDN line or Skype, which I just used this morning, 10 minutes ago, I use Skype. And that way you can bring your client in through your computer. You're not making a, a change between a regular phone line. That was always a, well, you were in radio. That was a hassle to try to get... Yeah. Or phone because the impedances don't work and all that. Oh, yeah. So bring it in through Skype. So if you're getting the, the producer in your headphones and they're giving you direction and you give us three of that, I'm about it, out, da, 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 you don't want leakage where it's coming back into your recording. So right. that's important. Small portable stand, good quality microphone. It doesn't have to be thousands of dollars anymore. It used to be. Yeah, you drop a couple thousand dollars easy, but those days are over. Some kind of plan, even if it's just a sheet of acoustic foam that you take along, if you roll that up and throw it in your bag so that you can work the room a little bit. Again, experiment. I found in that, in that shower room that if I took that shotgun mic and aimed it at my forehead, not at my mouth, mm -hmm. it sounded fabulous. I can't tell you why. Because <laughs> acoustics are as much an art form as science. Sometimes you go... I don't, and I did. I thought, I don't know why that's, it just somehow is getting rid of what you would expect in a shower room. I mean, it was a good size shower room, but it's kind of weird. At, le at least it was at night. Nobody walked in and said, what are you doing? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, one of my you know, favorite items that you have is your recording light. I need to get another one. Uh, it, it's, it's like colors. And, you know, I'm like, I had my son living with me and then I've mm -hmm. had roommates and my mom comes from uh, like a snowbird. She'll come down and stay with me for three or four months through the holidays. And so when I have that light hanging there, somebody walks in and they know right away that I'm recording and right. it's just fabulous. And it's really cheap. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not even like what you'd call an investment. Isn't it under a hundred dollars? Oh yeah. It's six, $69. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like, yeah. Let's see what I have here, you know, because it's funny, a lot of people do this, and I did too when I got my booth over here, and you kind of put up a recording sign. And if you really think about it, if you're recording at home, why would you want the recording sign to be above your booth? You know you're in the booth recording, but where you want the sign, and what I do here is my sign is upstairs because, you know, you can, we can go several hundred feet with those things and you have a remote. Yeah. So when I'm recording or like interviewing, whatever, up in Leslie's office, it comes on and says voiceover recording. 
I call it the relationship saver. <laughs> because it really, yeah, you know, she wouldn't know. She would start playing with the dogs or something or whatever. Yeah. You know, now she goes, oh, he's actually working. I'll spend some more money. No, 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 no. Anyway. <laughs> I used to have it when you walk in the door and um, yeah, my yeah. studio was a little down the hall on the right. And so I had an electrician drill a hole in the mm-hmm. middle of the hallway and and wire it through there into my studio where the light was actually hanging in the hallway outside the yeah, studio. Right. You walk in yeah. the front door, first thing you see. Right. With the bright colors and everything, you can't miss it. You can't miss it, right. Yeah. And great. you can, and one, one, you, they all run off the same frequency. Mm-hmm. So I have one in the lower level and one up in Leslie's office because those are the two, there's only two of us here, you know, yeah. I don't have kids running around, so it's not difficult, but yeah, you see that and you go, Oh, okay. You know, got it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's one of our best products. And, and a lot of people bought those during this lockdown because that was one of the problems, you know, yeah, everybody's home. Everybody's home and they don't realize how much noise they're making. You know, I wish I had another hour to talk with you. We're, <laughs> we're about out of time. Okay, so Harlan Hogan, um, voiceoveressentials.com is where you can get, I mean, he's got 14 products. We've talked about like two or three yeah. and, and we just haven't had time. But uh, t- he is the man to go to oh, he, when, you're, when you're wanting to record <laughs> remotely because you can get the, the good quality recording yeah. without them even realizing you're not in your booth. Absolutely. And I see more and more and more on auditions where they're being far more specific about, do you have a studio quality studio? So obviously some people have, oh yeah, yeah, I got a studio and it consists of a crummy old microphone and a God only knows what. So you don't want to lie about that, but they really expect it to be studio quality now. That's right. That's the deal. Yeah. But it doesn't cost that much to do it. No, it really doesn't. So check him out, voiceoveressentials.com. Harlan, thank you so much for being here and giving us all this great information. We're more than welcome. Always a pleasure, Julie. And it's been so long and we'll have to have you back sometime soon. Yeah. Okay. You got a deal. It's a date. Take care. Bye, Harlan. You too. Bye.